This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Meghan Markle blowback. The just-released statement from the palace. Raw emotion. I'm done with this. Storming off the set on live TV. And did Meghan really slam the door in her sister-in-law Kate's face? She owned it, and she apologized, and she brought me flowers. As Meghan's dad takes a swipe at Harry. I've never dressed up like a killer. Plus, whose house was it anyway? Using a friend's house. The clues to the sit-down location. Plus, the butler speaks. What one of Princess Diana's closest confidants is saying about the bombshell interview. Now there's blood in the water and the sharks are circling. Then, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God! What to do if you're getting a COVID-19 vaccine but are terrified of needles? It might be like taking a taut rubber band and letting it go. Plus, brazen robbery in broad daylight at gunpoint. In Beverly Hills, of a half-million-dollar watch. Choking me from behind, putting a gun to my neck. And first dog major in the doghouse. Reacted in a way that resulted in a minor injury. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Words of regret today from Buckingham Palace, a statement on behalf of the Queen saying the royal family is saddened to hear how hard it's been for Prince Harry and Meghan, adding that the uproar about race will be addressed privately by the family. Amber Cagliano has more on the reaction on what may be the biggest crisis for the British royals in years. The Queen is responding to the bombshell allegations made by Meghan and Harry. A statement from the palace declares the whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. Roy Anika is royal correspondent for the London Sunday Times. Does the statement go far enough, given the seriousness of these racism allegations? I think as far as the royal family are concerned and the palace is concerned, I think they feel that they really do want to do a lot of probing and look into this, but that they don't want to do that in a public arena that then keeps fanning the flames of, of debate. 12 million people in Britain watched Meghan and Harry describe alleged racism and turmoil behind the palace walls last night. What did you think of the interview? 
Prince Charles ignored questions today after visiting a vaccination center at a church with a mostly black congregation. But raw emotions boiled over as TV personality Piers Morgan walked off the set of his morning show. You continue to trash her. Okay, I'm done with this. No, 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 sorry. No, uh, sorry. Do you know what? That's pathetic. You can trash me, but not mine. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm being... Sorry, can't this do this. This is absolutely diabolical behaviour. You, he, I'm sorry, but Pierce spouts off on a regular basis, and we all have to sit there. Just hours later, it was announced Piers Morgan was leaving the show. It's unclear if he quit or was fired. Meghan's father, Thomas Markle, launched an all-out attack on Harry, recalling previous scandals involving the prince. We all make mistakes, but I've never played naked pool. And I've never dressed up like a Hitler. Prince William, spotted driving his own car in London, is said to be devastated by his brother's allegations. Questions are being raised about Meghan's claims that their son Archie was denied a princely title because he is biracial. It has caused an enormous amount of uproar the world over. But according to 100-year-old protocol, Archie will become prince one day. So the baby being carried by a pregnant Meghan will be a princess. And one of Harry's former army buddies is speaking out to Inside Edition. I think they needed to tell, to tell their side of the story. You know, this is these are the facts, not what you're seeing he said Harry actually wants to return to Britain for the unveiling of a statue of Princess Diana in July. So Harry will want to be back um, for that. So hopefully I'd like to see him back there and, you know, start building those bridges. Meantime, the interview continues to reverberate around the world as the sit-down is seen in more countries. In England, more than half the television audience watched. And the press there is adding more detail to the story of that confrontation between Duchess Kate and Meghan just before she married the prince. Did Meghan Markle slam the door in sister-in-law Kate's face? In her blockbuster interview, Meghan says that Kate made her cry in a dispute over flower girl dresses. She owned it and she apologized and she brought me flowers. But Six, a report in the respected Times of London wedding. claims there was the much more to the story Megan didn't talk about. Megan slammed the door in Kate's face when she went to deliver the flowers, according to the article. Kate was told in no uncertain terms it was not enough. Sunday night's interview drew 17.1 million viewers, and it's reminding Americans of what used to be called the Big Get Primetime Interview. Every once in a while, there's a moment like this when somebody has something to say, and they need to do it in long form. They need more than a tweet to get the story out. And a broadcast platform, a primetime spot, uh, an interviewer like Oprah is what Harry and Meghan needed. The last time we've seen a TV interview capture the public's attention like this? Maybe the closest thing to this was Diane Sawyer's sit-down with Caitlyn Jenner. And as First Lady Dr. Jill Biden giving a subtle show of support to Meghan, she wore a lemon print dress that's very similar to the dress Meghan wore for her first public appearance after withdrawing from the royal family. Hillary Clinton is also weighing in. It just was heartbreaking that this incredibly accomplished woman, Meghan Markle, who falls in love with Prince Harry, 
was not fully embraced. One big guessing game, where did the interview take place? It wasn't at Oprah's home in Montecito, California. I'm not going to disclose the friend because yeah. I don't want people now going trying to find the friends and the friend's right. house. Okay. But it was, I have friends. Okay. Yeah. Yes, you do. Gail King swatted away a false newspaper report that it was her house. And the interview was not at my house. There's something going on about, it's at Gail's California mansion. <laughs> I was wondering I hadn't been invited. <laughs> I didn't know you had a California mansion, Mom. Some internet sleuths wonder if it was Serena Williams former home. She and Megan are close friends. But the columns in the Oprah interview appear to be stone. These columns in Serena's old yard don't match them. The interview offered up a bounty of commentary for the late night shows, including Megan's claim that she didn't research the monarchy before marrying Harry. If you don't Google things, you're the only person I can show this to. It's a cat who plays the electric piano. Well, guys, I have some news to make people feel a little better, and that is the royal family is just as messed up as everyone else's. <laughs> the Meghan and Harry sit-down comes 26 years after Princess Diana's blockbuster interview, which also sent the royal family into crisis mode. Now, Diana's former butler is speaking with Meghan Alexander about the striking similarities. Paul Burrell was Princess Diana's longtime butler and perhaps her closest confidant. What was your reaction to this interview? Well, it was incredible watching. I feel personally very sad and very upset for Meghan and Harry. Burrell says he knows firsthand what Meghan went through. Many years ago, of course, um, I helped Princess Diana with her problems. She had eating disorders and sometimes she would self-harm. Uh, she managed to pull through it and she was there for 16 years. Um, but Meghan obviously couldn't stand it any longer. And with the, the man uh, that she loved beside her, decided to escape. I can understand why. Burrell says Princess Diana would be 100% behind Harry and Meghan's decision to withdraw from royal life. Diana would also be very upset at the fact that this interview has now opened up a chasm between William and Harry. And it's very hard to mend that because William and Harry were so close once and now they seem so far apart. And Princess Diana will be devastated to know that. What did you make of Meghan Markle's accusations of racism from the royal family? Now there's blood in the water and the sharks are circling. And the media will not rest until they find out exactly who is the racist in the royal family. Harry and his brother William reportedly both inherited $10 million when their mother died. 50 million Americans suffer from an intense fear of needles. And that can be a problem if you're signing up to get the COVID vaccine. But as Les Trent tells us, there are some tricks to remaining calm. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. She's about to get a vaccine and she's totally freaking out. This guy squeals and squirms when the nurse simply touches him. And when he does get his shot... He loses it. It may seem funny, but for millions of Americans, the fear is real. Calm down. 
for these people, they may want to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but the thought of getting jabbed with a needle is terrifying. There's even a name for it, trypanophobia. First thing you have to do is take a deep breath and relax. Dr. Victor Fournay, trauma psychiatrist at Long Island Jewish Medical Center, has some great tips to help make getting the vaccine less traumatic. It's very helpful to have a trusted friend or family member who can offer you support. Sometimes a hand holding can be very valuable. He says before your appointment, practice with a toy syringe. Take it, inject it, and just like that. It's very quick. Yeah. The pinch of the needle is like the snap of a rubber band. That's it. And that's it. If you realize how quick it is, how painless it is, this is really something sure. that shouldn't be fearful. I do this. <laughs> I cover my eyes. Tara Roberts has been terrified of needles since she was a little girl, but she says she'll face her fear if it means getting the COVID vaccine. How are you going to psychologically get through it? I'm just going to spend a lot of time reminding myself why this is so important and why, you know, my fear is real, uh, but I can set it aside and I can manage it so that I can help other people. The most important thing is to relax and recognize that what you're doing is really a very important thing for yourself and for all your loved ones. Some experts say the best cure for a fear of needles may simply be getting the shot and proving to yourself that it's not that bad after all. Other news today, jury selection has begun in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, charged in connection with the killing of George Floyd. And for the first time in Minnesota history, cameras have been allowed inside court. Here's Jim Murray. It begins the murder trial of George Floyd. Juror number one, we're going to have you come right up here. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin could be seen in the Minneapolis courtroom wearing a gray suit, taking notes as potential jurors are questioned. With respect to Black Lives Matter, you indicated that you viewed that organization in a somewhat favorable light. And with respect to Blue Lives Matter, you indicated that it was somewhat unfavorable, in your opinion. I support the message that every life should matter equally. The public will be able to watch gavel-to-gavel -gavel coverage. The judge has allowed the trial to be live-streamed, a first in the state's history. Plexiglass in the jury box had to be moved because you could see the reflection of the potential jurors. I looked and I could see vague outlines. I'm not concerned too much, except I am going to, I have emailed the court administrator to have somebody up here over the lunch hour to remove the plexiglass. Juror number two acknowledged that he and his fiance actually went to the location where Floyd's life came to an end. It happened in my city. It was a transformative event um, for that area. So how do you pick an impartial jury in a case that has changed America? We spoke with famed jury consultant Joellen Demetrius, who says it will be a challenge to select open-minded jurors. It is going to be um, extremely difficult to find a, a jury in this case that hasn't heard or seen the video. What kind of pressure will there be on these jurors, no matter how they vote? There will be tremendous pressure on each one of these jurors, no matter how uh, the deliberations come back. Prospective jurors filled out a 16-page questionnaire, including, did you or someone close to you participate in any of the demonstrations or marches against police brutality that took place in Minneapolis after George Floyd's death? 
And have you ever personally seen the police use more force than was needed? They were also asked what they thought about the Black Lives Matter movement. Protesters have peacefully marched outside of the courthouse demanding justice for George Floyd. And security has been beefed up. A barbed wire fence now surrounds the building. Are you worried for the safety of these jurors? Absolutely. Absolutely, I am. The trial is expected to last between two and four weeks. If convicted, Chauvin could face as much as 40 years in prison. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next. Brazen robbery in broad daylight at gunpoint. In Beverly Hills of a half-million-dollar watch. Choking me from behind, putting a gun to my neck. And first dog major in the doghouse. We acted in a way that resulted in a minor injury. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Beverly Hills Police Department has just hired private security guards to augment their force. This after a $500,000 watch was stolen at gunpoint in broad daylight. Gunmen opened fire in broad daylight. The violence is unfolding at celebrity hotspot Il Pesteo in Beverly Hills. The target, this $500,000 solid gold Richard Mille watch stolen from jeweler Shai Bellasson. I took the three of them down and then one of them fell through the divider with the road. You see that suspect tumbling onto the street. Bellasson says he was enjoying lunch at one of these sidewalk tables when three men walked up behind him. One put a gun to his head, one grabbed his arm, another grabbed for the watch. He says he put up a fight, not for the watch, but for his life. Fearing he'd be shot, he says he wrestled with the robbers and the gun went off. I knew it was a gunshot. I knew that something insane was happening. Amanda Shawhan was dining at the restaurant when shots rang out. She was hit in the chaos. She spoke to LA reporter Brittany Hopper. I lost it. I was crying. I was so emotional. It's excruciating pain that shoots all the way up into my spine. Police say there have been eight brazen high-end watch robberies like this one, where a man was tackled to the ground in the last three months. The violence is so alarming, Beverly Hills police hired private armed security to help protect the area. This is the last place I would expect something like this to happen. Beverly Hills is unsafe. The victim says the watch is so distinctive, it's unlikely the crooks will ever be able to fence it. When we come back, why the Biden's German shepherds were shepherded right out of the White House. The Biden's German shepherds have gone from the White House to the doghouse. Here's why. The first dogs are in the doghouse, banished, at least for now, from the White House. The two German shepherds were returned to the Biden family home in Delaware after three-year-old Major exhibited aggressive behavior, including jumping, barking, and charging. He also allegedly had a biting incident with a White House security officer. President Biden and First Lady Jill adopted Major in November 2018 from an animal shelter as a companion for 13-year-old Champ. On Monday, the first family's younger dog, Major, was surprised by an unfamiliar person and reacted in a way that resulted in a minor injury to the individual, which was handled by the White House Medical Unit with no further treatment needed. The First Lady recently opened up about how Major and Champ have struggled settling into their new home. I've been obsessed with uh, getting our dog settled because we have a old dog and we have a very young dog. So yeah. um, just, you know, they have to take the elevator. They're not used to that. You know, yeah. They have to go out on the, the South Lawn with lots of people watching them. So, you know, it's that's what I've been obsessed with, just getting yeah. 
everybody's settled and calm. And Josh Jacobson is a professional dog trainer with Fearless Canine. Breed has a lot to do with it because dogs are bred for different things. So for instance, how I kind of generalize it for people is if you have a golden retriever, just as a stereotype, if you will, they look at strangers and, or people they don't really know as a ah, potential best friend until proven otherwise. Whereas you get into guardian breeds and shepherds, it's almost the opposite. They're more bred to be more alert. The pooches may be in a timeout, but the White House press secretary says they will be back. It had been previously planned already uh, for the dogs to be cared for by family friends in Delaware during Dr. Biden's travels to military bases this week. She has a three-day trip this week, and the dogs will return to the White House soon. From a misbehaving pooch to a penguin's great escape, next. Finally today, swim faster. Help, I'm being chased by killer whales. A penguin in the Antarctic swims for survival to a tourist boat. That didn't work. Second try, success. Whew, that was close. A very relieved penguin. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.